Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Recorded live. This show is brought to you by TalkShoe, where anyone can create their own internet talk show. Check it out at T-A-L-K-S-H-O-E.com. Hi, uh, this is uh, Mark Giuliano, um, and today um, in my next talk cast about Italy, uh, we're going to be talking about Italian language schools. Um, an Italian language school, for those of you who don't know, again, we're talking about language schools actually in Italy, um, not in the United States. Personally, I've taken uh classes in Italy three different times, all in Florence, uh, one time for a month and uh, two other times for two weeks. Uh, in addition, my uh, children have taken classes. Uh, they, All four of them actually took Italian language classes a couple of years ago uh, for uh, one, one full week. The first question that people probably have is, you know, why should you take an Italian language class? Um, you know, what's what's the purpose? There's there's no, I, mean, I can go travel in Italy and see things, and you know, what what does an Italian language course actually offer? Uh, I, I would say it offers uh, several things. Um, first of all, I should say that that in uh, Italy, the Italian language classes teach really a, a colloquial Italian unlike learning Italy in the, in the United States where you might learn it in high school or college and you kind of learn grammar and maybe reading but you don't really learn about how to do things like uh, buy a peach at a uh, at a marketplace. Um, the other thing um, about uh, taking courses, uh, it certainly makes it easier to get around. Um, many places in Italy do speak English, however, especially if you're going into the countryside or, or smaller towns, it does make things easier to get around. Um, when you're obviously talking about Italians. The other things uh, include, you sort of, as, as people know, you learn things about a culture through its words. Uh, let me give you an example. Uh, in terms of uh, saying thank you in Italian, there are many, many ways to say thank you, as in a lot of languages. But one of the ways is called, you would say, is mille grazie. And mille grazie means a thousand thank yous. And that kind of tells you a little bit about Italians that uh, when they speak or, or write, they tend to exaggerate. And I think people know that about, about Italians in general. And that gives you a little clue, for example, into that sort of thing. It's also a great way to uh, meet foreigners. Um, by that, I don't mean speaking Italian, but in the language classes themselves. Uh, very often, uh, you will have people from all different countries taking Italian makes sense because many people want to learn Italian. Um, for example, when I was there, I, I remember meeting a couple of guys who were actually taking the med school exam. They were taking intensive Italian for a couple of months and planned on taking the med school exam. And Apparently, it was easier to get into med school in Italy than their home country of Switzerland. Um, I've met 
uh, other people from college um, in in the states. Uh, I remember a couple of girls from Mexico who were over there just to learn more Italian, more intensive. It's I've also met uh, a number of just people traveling uh, like myself, pretty much any ages, uh, from you know 21 all the way up to 50 years old. Um, so you do get a chance to meet other people, obviously doing the same thing, and in a setting that's that's very friendly, and uh, you get to know them, and you can go out to you know meals and things like that. So it's a it's a great way to kind of meet travelers, and uh, so you know those are those are some of the, the things you might weigh to meet Italians. The other thing is, one of the things people rarely do, unfortunately, in other countries, is actually meet people from the country. Uh, it sounds a little strange, but a lot of times when you're traveling, you tend to either be by yourself with a group, uh, so you talk to those people, maybe a tour, um, generally other travelers because they're also trying to find the bank or uh, directions to a certain place, um, maybe some people at a at a restaurant, that sort of thing, but it's, it's kind of really you just kind of talk to somebody in the foreign um, language for any period of time and my experience is really with a with a couple of weeks of of italian you can easily hold a uh, a conversation with an italian for who knows 10 15 20 minutes and the nice thing about italians is they they very much do want to talk to you so uh, they, they help you out let me describe a little bit about what an Ita- italian language uh, class would be like first of all uh they are Typically, one week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks uh, in length. You can certainly take them for longer, but if you're going to be traveling, it's rare that you have that long of a time period to spend in one particular place, um, knowing a language and and, uh, seeing the sights and that sort of thing. But, uh, again, you can do it in as short as a week. Uh, I wouldn't recommend any, any less than that. The courses are either group classes or individual lessons. My advice there would be if you're primary goal is to just learn Italian and that's all you want to do, you're certainly going to be better off in a private class. If you're more interested in you know, learning a, a good amount of Italian, uh, meeting people, being more in a group setting, uh, that sort of thing, it, certainly I would recommend a, a group class. Um, I've done only uh, group classes, although my, my kids did do individual uh, classes when they, when they were over there. The other things about uh, the classes, uh, they're typically either a half a day or a full day. Um, one of the things I did when I was in uh, in Florence in particular is I would take a class in the morning uh, from about 8.30 until noon, go to lunch, and then I had the entire afternoon to see the sights of Florence. Or uh, a few times I would take a bus or a train to another city and spend the afternoon uh, and, and dinner hours over there. So it was a good way to kind of break things up, um, learn Italian and uh, see things in the afternoon and frankly practice some of the things I'd, I'd learned that day, which is a great way to actually remember uh, what, what, you've, what you've learned. In terms of costs, uh, group classes will generally run about two to $300 a week. Um, for a full month, you're in the neighborhood of uh, $1,000 to $1,500, uh, depending upon the language school, size of class, things like that. In terms of private classes, as you might expect, they're uh, taught by the hour. Uh, they may have a package of 10 hours or 20 hours or 40 hours or what have you. And you're talking about 30 to $60 uh, per hour, um, depending upon the type of school and, and frankly, what, what they you know want to charge or feel they can get. So that's 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 another thing about the pricing. 
Um, often the language schools, and I would say most of them, offer um, meals, especially the larger schools, so you can uh, eat there. Um, they offer that, frankly, for two reasons. One is a lot of students don't have, have the money to go to a, a restaurant every day. And also they have afternoon classes, so it's a good way to keep the, everybody in the school and um, so you can take a full day. I do have to say that, in general, the meals there are not going to be great. Um, they're going to be pretty basic food, but the good news is Italian food is, is good in general. So um, you're in pretty good shape uh, to have a pasta or a soup or, a, um, you know, whatever uh, they tend to be making that day. And, again, it's not a restaurant, so you're not going to have 50 choices. You know, they may have two things uh, for lunch. The other things um, about, that are offered typically by the language schools are, are in addition to language. Um, they often offer cooking classes. I took a course where I learned how to make uh, homemade pasta, which was certainly a lot of fun, and, and many other dishes. They often have history classes and culture classes about Italy and, and about the sites, about the history of Italy, about the culture in general, things like that. Um, and the other thing I, I should say about the language courses is they, they do tend to be pretty low-key. I mean, this is not a, a college environment where they're going to be testing you every week and then giving you grades and everything else. They're, they're generally just trying to get you to speak Italian. So they're, they're fun and, and they're interesting and, and again, pretty, pretty low-key. Um, now, one thing I should is, is very important uh, to say about Italian language uh, schools is most of them, um, use an immersion uh, language technique, uh, which is very different than what you would learn or how you would learn in, in the United States. In the U.S., you're going to generally learn some words. You might learn things like colors and, and um, uh, days of the week and uh, months of the year and, and some verbs and, and things like that. And, and then sort of put it all together in, in terms of sentences. But there's a heavy emphasis here on grammar. In addition, in the States, you're going to find a lot of classes where they speak a lot of English, unfortunately. Uh, in addition to taking Italian in Italy, I actually took a class at Stanford University. And what was interesting is that after a month's worth of Italian, I was placed in a third-year Italian at Stanford um, you know, at the college level. So I certainly learned quite a bit. And even in that class, there was, in my opinion, way too much English spoken. So maybe you're starting to think to yourself, well, this sounds pretty scary. Uh, I go to a foreign country, I walk into a class, and I have no idea what they're saying because they're speaking an Italian language, so how the heck am I going to learn how to speak a language unless they tell me what words mean and, and speak English and things like that? So, so let me give you some examples of, of how this might work so you, you can kind of see how you'd learn without actually speaking English. My first class there, I walked in the room, and uh, the teacher turned to me and said, Mi chiamo Lisa. And I looked at her cross-eyed um, because she was speaking Italian. I had no idea what she said. And I said nothing. <laughs> so again, she said, Mi chiamo Lisa. Well, what I obviously figured out was that uh, Lisa was her name. And um, because I had certainly heard the term uh, Lisa before, and I quickly said to myself, well, this must be a name. So I said, 
I said, Mark. And uh, she said, me chiamo Lisa. So I got the idea that uh, that me chiamo, uh, excuse me, I'll just hold on a second, please. Uh, sorry about that, just a little uh, noise in the background. Um, so I said to, to the teacher, oh, me chiamo Mark. And uh, she pretty much got it. Uh, that I understood and I had learned uh, my first, most important, in fact, phrase that I ever learned in Italian was how to say my name. Uh, another example would be uh, students would often say, uh, che cosa significa, and then they put a word at the end. And that tended to be the word that was just said in the class. So they'd say, che cosa significa una macchina, che cosa significa any other word you could possibly think of. Well, quickly I got the idea that how you said what does this mean was que cosa significa. So I started saying the same thing. And um, to give you an example of using that, uh, one day the teacher said uh, the word machina. And I didn't know what it was. It certainly it sounded like the word machine. Um, so I had some clue. So I asked que cosa significa machina. Now what she did not do was tell me what the word meant in English. Instead, uh, she said, um, una macchina va al, va al autostrada. Well, autostrada, obviously autostrada, which is the Italian word and most of the terms in, in Europe for a highway. Um, I certainly understand that. And she said, so in essence she was saying, I said machine and autostrada. Well, this is starting to sound like something, that vehicle that goes on a on a road, and then she used the term uh, auto, obviously derived and, and the same as American for auto. So pretty much I had just not only learned uh, the word machina, but I learned how to say a bunch of other things uh, along along the way. Uh, so so that gives you kind of a, a feeling for uh, what it's what it's like to actually be in an, an immersion class. And uh, really, I, I think it's it's absolutely a wonderful way to experience uh, Italy or, or for any other, uh, for that matter, any other place. Um, if you're interested in, in learning more, uh, I would recommend just going on the web. Uh, there are hundreds, literally hundreds of schools throughout uh, Italy, certainly more in the major cities like Rome and, and Florence, uh, where there's a lot of schools, but you can take them in anywhere from Pisa to, to Venice, Milan, etc. Uh, check it out on the web, um, and you'll find a lot of places. Uh, what to consider is a number of things, as you might with any school. Uh, first would be the credentials of the staff, which you can generally find online. Um, where is it located, not only what city is it in, but where specifically in the city is it located. Um, you naturally want to be typically downtown where you can see sites afterwards and things like that, as, as opposed to off somewhere where it's difficult to get to. Um, what type of cultural um, or, or other classes do they offer, like cooking or history, things like that. Class size, as with any uh, learning, is important. You don't really want to get into a class more than about you know, 10 people or so. You're not going to learn as much. You want to look at the, if they have group classes, individual classes. And one of the things I didn't mention is many of the schools have accommodations associated with them. And what I mean by that is not that you stay at the school, but they typically have 
arrangements with many families um, in the area that take students in, and they do this because it's fun, and they do this because they can make a little bit of money, or in my case, they did this because their children had left and gone to college. And and uh, I stayed in a in a family that there were actually uh, four other people taking classes, and and uh, we had an absolutely wonderful time learning with the family, having dinner with the family, and of course we went to school, traveling and talking to people, talking to each other, and that entire experience really, I guess, perhaps the way to sum it up is I just felt more Italian at the end, and I felt more in tune with the culture. I didn't feel as much as a tourist, but rather somebody who who knew something about um, what it's like to be uh, Italian. So uh, that's it for today, and uh, hopefully you'll stay tuned for future uh, TalkCasts, which I tend to do uh, about every week or so. Um, Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.